All right, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back to the Wake Up Tucson show. It's a bittersweet Monday. It's our series finale of Mother Road Mondays. Good morning to our good friend Matthew Russell. How are you doing? I'm just getting a little emotional over here. <laughs> I mean, nine... T- tears in your beard? Nine uh, weeks. W- wouldn't be the first time, Chris. Uh, you know, the, the, what a, after nine weeks now of... Um, of hearing some uh, delicious and sudsy stories from our friends up in uh, Flagstaff, Mother Road Brewing Company. Uh, The one huge takeaway from this nine-week series is next Monday, when I'm having my oatmeal at home and drinking a limited visibility hazy IPA, (laughs) my wife will say, I get it! I get it now! (laughs) Did you have a good good weekend? I did. I had a great weekend. A 20-pound turkey in the oven, a six-pound breast in the smoker. We had 15 for dinner from all over the country, family. I was in my happy place. Good job. Yeah. I'm glad it all worked. The, The smoked turkey worked out well? Perfect. Could not have been better. Little apple, uh, apple and cherry wood blend mm. working together. Let the wood do the work and just sit back and have a beer and wait for it all. As to Newman said in Seinfeld, it's the wood that makes it good. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, I'm also, waiting for the segue here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I got to move my screen because I can't see Stephanie. Hold on, I got to do this. There we go. Good morning. Good morning to our good friend Stephanie, and then Michael Marcus, uh, one of the owner of owner of uh, Mother Road Brew. He's here. Oh I mean, gosh. I am thrilled. Right here, Good live morning. IRL. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Make it down here. Is, is the studio sexier than you thought, or worse than you thought? Uh, the people make it sexy. Oh, Good well, well played, young man. Well played. And then, of course, we have Mr. Felix, our chef from uh, Augustine Kitchen here. Good morning, sir. How are you doing, Ralph? Morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So, uh, Michael, I don't know if we asked you this before, but while you're here, I want to ask you, give us the superhero origin story of Mother Road Brewery. Oh, come on. It, it is so stereotypical. It's, <laughs> it's the home brewer that goes from the kitchen to the garage and then, you know, eventually decides it's a, it's a good idea uh, <laughs> with my co-founder, Alyssa Zorn. It was, uh, that's where it happened. It really was a road trip. We were doing things that we hated. Uh, I was in a real estate appraiser. It was not fun. And the <laughs> only thing that kept me going all those years of appraisal was doing a homebrew out in the garage with my friends and my kids. And so, yeah, it's it's stereotypical, but I was a home brewer that just kept getting bigger. What 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 time period is this roughly? Uh, I started home brew in '99. Okay. And then uh, I was I was brewing, you know, '99 through 2010 when uh, we first started the uh, company. And did did Flag have a place where it sold this stuff, or did you have to go mail order? No, there was a great homebrew shop up at the top of Humphreys. It oh, really? Was, uh, it was a great <laughs> shop, and uh, it has since closed. Uh, but our good friend uh, Adam. Uh, there has reopened a homebrew shop right in Flagstaff, uh, and it is awesome. Wow. So you can still do it right in Flag. I always felt like there, there was a place in Tucson. It was over on Campbell by uh, Frankie's Cheesesteaks. I don't know if it's still Brew there. Brew your own beer, sure. Brew your yep. own beer. And I feel like every community had that one place that was the go-to for homebrew. So yeah. so talk about the, the talk, talk about the stage, the next stage of going from homebrewer to business. Let's talk about the <laughs> the dreams and the fears and the terror of going from one to the other. Uh, the, the biggest thing was that we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, I, I hired... Uh, Is that a good thing? Yeah, prob- <laughs> probably it was a great thing. Uh, we hired Urs, our first, uh, first head brewer right out of Davis. Uh, he had two weeks of internship with Beaver Street, which is our, our uh, local brewery up there at the time. Right. Uh, still there. Uh, great folk. 
And uh, we just kind of botched it together on our own. So I think you're right. It was better not to know. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, our, our maintenance engineer was just complaining the other day about some of the, the copper piping behind the original brew house. I said, don't complain too loud. I put all that in myself <laughs> by hand. So if it's leaking after 10 years, I'm okay with that. So where are you at now in this company? What, 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 have, you, what, have, what, have, what have you and Alyssa grown this thing to? Where are you, where are you at now? Well, uh, we are now the third largest brewery in the state. Uh, last year, we ranked 189th in the nation out of 8,008 breweries. So we're getting a little bit bigger, but uh, we're wanting to stay true to our roots and community, uh, just like this, supporting local restaurants, uh, because they are the ones that make what we do possible. Talk. We we we're having so much fun. The idea that you have gone out of your way on the on the can to talk about pairings. Why is why? Well, how did this come about as an important thing in the world of the Mother Road, the Mother Universe? Uh, because early early on in Mother Road's uh, history, I got really pissed off at a couple of a uh, couple of accounts that they're like, well. Beer doesn't go with food. It's just something they have before dinner. And I said, the hell it Steph- doesn't. The look on Stephanie's face when you said that was great. <laughs> I, and, and I love wine, too. But uh, but beer has equal footing with its complexity, its multiple flavors. Uh, God forbid that we have different carbonations. Uh, we can do almost anything wine can do. The only difference is we have to do it the same every time, whereas wine can say, ah, that was a uh, crop year XYZ and off we go. Terroir. I know. <laughs> I know someone falls that, in ba- love. That variable of terroir. Well, chef, chef knows this. Once you make a dish and people fall in love with it, you have to make it the same every time. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's very true. Ralph, welcome to the show. Thank you. I've been—I feel like I've been ignoring you talking to Michael. I apologize. Get a little closer to the mic, sir. You got to get a little closer. There you go. All right. So, Augustine Kitchen. Uh, how would you describe the menu, sir? Uh, very eccentric. Uh, uh, fresh, seasonal, local ingredients. How long have you been there? Just two months. Wow! Look at you. Right. Where did you? Where were you before? I was at the Omni. Oh, okay. Chop House, and I was in Maui for the last two years before that. So you got sick of making the giant uh, carrot at the, uh, <laughs> right. at, at, the, at the Bob Steakhouse? Exactly. <laughs> right. That was horrible for me to say. I apologize. Right. Um, so let's, let's talk about, so for you and, and tackling this menu, for, uh, we're going to get to what you brought, yeah. but let's talk about uh, tackling this menu and then talking about, um, for you, where do you want to go with this menu? Um, I want to go where I'm just using more fresh local product, local ingredients, doing like being able to do beer dinners and uh, just like that and have fun with the menu, be creative, and uh, just, yeah. And uh, before we go to break, what did you bring us today? To- this is Chiopino. It's got mussels, a jumbo shrimp, U8 scallop, calamari, and uh, Scottish salmon in a pesto nodge sauce. There are a few folks listening to this show who I know are Chipino maniacs who don't know where to get Chipino in this town. So I think this could be the proper niche dish. All right. To bring today sounds great so let's do this let's go to break we're hanging out with the crew from mother road brewery matt russell's here of course and then we have ralph felix he's the chef from augustine kitchen you go to augustinekitchen.com to preview the menu right now so give us a call 790-2040 what's the song we got here matt <laughs> there's a tear in my beer <laughs> <laughs> matt neely behind the glass <laughs> esq killing it as always wake up tucson 10 third voice 
All right, a little Rolling Stones, Route 66, bringing us in on a wake-up Tucson Mother Road Monday. All right, Matt Neely, tell us, tell us what you're experiencing over there in relation to the, the, the flavor combos. Are you asking Matt Neely or Matt, are you asking Matt Russell? Hold on, let me slap myself on the air. <laughs> Matt speaks this much let's start better than I can. Let's start at the beginning. Hey, welcome back to the Wake Up Tucson show, Christy <laughs> Simone. Let's go to my good friend Matt Russell. Hey, it's <laughs> nice to see you. It's nice been to a long see you time. too. Thank what, you. Like a week or it's so. It's been about a week. I uh, missed you. You know. Anyway, uh, Stephanie and I were talking, uh, standing out in the dark, waiting for you to come and let us in during the commercial break, and uh, and and she, she, we were talking about what Chef brought, and sh- and she said, you know, you hit it right on the head because um, this beer, this limited visibility hazy IPA. Um, has the kind of flavor profile that really matches beautifully with sort of lighter proteins. And the fish and the, the seasonings and the spice in this dish. Now, I don't mean hot uh, a spice. I'm talking about the flavorful spices that Chef has whipped together in this dish. Just dance gorgeously with sort of the citrus and the tropical notes in this hazy. And and again, I got to tell you, this is the kind of thing that I was hoping would happen when we put this kind of schedule together for nine weeks, that chefs would think intentionally about how these beer flavors, these profiles, of course, hop-derived aromas, right? They're not adding, you know, citrus and, you know, and all of these kind of things. It's to let the hop really come alive and do what it's supposed to do. But the fact that they take the time uh, and the intention to figure out what works, what doesn't work with these beers, this is Exhibit A in terms of why I think Mother Road beers are really brewed to go with food. Hey, craft consultant Stephanie, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me some tasting notes here for you on this uh, combination, and bring that microphone over to you. Give me, give, give me. You're, you're you're very adept at this, so <laughs> give, give, give me the Stephanie tasting notes on this amazing breakfast we're having here. No, it's it's beautifully crafted and paired. Uh, I just love seafood with limited visibility. That umami that you get from the fish just complements all the citrus so nicely. This is a warm hug. You really did a great job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was beautiful. Or as we say, this could cure a broken heart. <laughs> now, Chef Ralph, I do notice there is a good amount of seafood on this menu. There is. Um, yeah, we try to, you know, use a – we have a calamari dish. We have shrimp. We get, you know, giant – jumbo shrimp we get you eight scallops we get mussels and scallops flown in twice a week yeah i was gonna ask you where are you sourcing your seafood from uh atlantic just different companies that we use through cisco and shamrock but also local products that um you know, santa monica and other companies like that yeah, i don't i don't want any lo- i don't want any local fish here right then, i mean that's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. i don't want to see any hila chubs in my chipina <laughs> <Yeah. have> to <laughs> say <laughs> But he said, what you said, you ate scallops? Yeah. I mean, I th- there's no way. I said, I looked at these scallops, and these got to be like U2s. <laughs> <You know? laughs> these are, these are as I think I said uh, a few weeks ago, when the, when the size of whatever dish was on the plate, I felt like I was on the sea, on the set of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, that's true. I mean, these are like serious week. scallops, man. I think that was last week you said that. I'm telling you. The... Um Again, for me, and, and this is this is the beautiful part of all this entire food journey, right? Is the idea that all these things complement each other, pair well, and it just takes everything to the next level, right? And that's the beautiful part. And that's what I love about Mother Road Brewery, that the idea that you guys are conscious of the fact that if you think about things like this, it elevates the experience of both. Well, and one of the things with beer is it's a little bit... Uh can be more approachable than wine you're not way more you're not right. stuck with a whole bottle at the table of something you may or may not like and it's kind of fun it's a it's a it's a low buy-in uh for great enjoyment oh good point yeah no it is right and how many people are buying their wine just because it has an amazingly cool label on it 
There's got to be a study out there, right? What percentage of Americans are buying wine because of the amazingly cool label? I I would guess it could be the same with beer. (laughs) I always say that's one of the great things about our industry. We've opened the doors for so many fabulous artists, graphic design mostly. But Mm. you go to Total Wine and it's just like an art display. It is. It's stunning. So talk about your artist. We haven't gotten to that yet. Talk about the artist that does this work. Uh, This is uh, Jen Saunders and Paul Berg and Flagstaff. Uh, They are amazing. I give them a rough couple of photos and an idea, and then they bring me something absolutely amazing. Uh, Sometimes it's not even what I gave them, and it's better than what I thought I wanted to do. So uh, they're they're just amazing, very collaborative, and uh, they're they're also uh, very good guests of the brewery. So it's good all around. Now has the has all of the weirdness of supply chain. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even get to finish my sentence. I think you got your answer. Uh, and, and, and poor Mike uh, there, got the laugh like that. There's a lot of craft brewers that are trying to figure out what to do with ball right now and, and where we're going to get cans and how many truckloads we're going to have to buy January first. So there's a there's a lot of uncertainty in canning right now, and uh, a lot of craft brewers are itching. Wow, not going to be fun January one unless we figure it out quick. <laughs> The um, and I guess there's only so much of the recycling of cans that help in that, right? Um, that's actually good. It's that uh, these major corporations can't make enough cans to supply everyone. Uh, uh, you've got you know seltzers fighting with beer, fighting with soda. All of us are after that same can, and it's uh, it's tough right now. How about on supplies of making beer part? That not not as bad. Um, we're pretty good. Uh, we're contracted out on hops and malt, so Mother Road feels pretty good, but it. It can be tough for some of the smaller breweries, and I, I have a feeling we're going to be uh, working with a lot of small breweries this year to help them uh, stay and keep their hops and keep their malt. It was but, a tough crop year for malt. Well, what happened in the world of malt? Uh, hot. Uh, okay. <laughs> where's the Where's the malt come from? Uh, comes from the Pacific Northwest is okay. where ours largely comes from, but also the Midwest. Gotcha. Okay, so a hot summer hurt. Yeah. Hurt malt production. Yeah, there's, it's going to be a tough year. This is worse than variants, the idea that it could be a shortage of beer and cans. <laughs> that should be causing an international <laughs> and, and, we've, and we've got COVID, uh, this, this new variant coming out. I, you know, it's just going to be a heck of a year, so... You know, the restaurateurs, the brewers, we're all going to stick together and we're going to make it through. We were just covering this in the last segment uh, before you guys came on. And the lady who's the, the doctor who's the head of the South African Health Organization has said that this has very light symptoms. You're, you, you have some muscle pain for a couple of days and you're pretty much good in a few days. So hopefully it's that, you know, as variants go on, they're supposed to get less and less sure. type of thing. So let's pray. That's where we're at as we move on, because we've had enough of this crap. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. So, Matt, let's talk about your, your your journey here of the last nine weeks of the Mother Road Brewery. Yeah, you know. This, I, this is right up. This is a super, this is like a Super Bowl of beer and food for you. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, and it goes back to the very first time I met Michael uh, and his team. I don't know. Man, that was a lot. That was years ago. You know, <laughs> I did a live broadcast of my show from the tap room there and got to know Michael and his family and the culture that kind of drives and the story around Mother Road. And, and I just fell in love from the moment. And of course, you know, just take one look at these folks, right? You just fall in love immediately. They're just, they're just, they're wonderful human beings. And, um, and I love real people. So one of the things that I have found interesting over the last nine weeks um, is that, of course, Tower Station is sort of this this dominant beer that I think every 
I, I don't know that I've been to a bar or a restaurant in Tucson that doesn't have Tower Station on tap. If if there isn't Tower Station on tap, there must be some misunderstanding. Um, but it's all it's all the other beers that they have in their sort of core distribution portfolio that. I'm hearing from people that listen to this show that said they didn't even know about. Right. So the Conserve and Protect, that golden ale, uh, you know, the limited visibility hazy that we're enjoying this morning, um, the Daily Driver Session IPA, sort of that lower ABV, I think we called it a breakfast beer a few weeks ago, uh, and that's what my wife is going to start calling it as well. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's, this, it's this portfolio of different Mother Road beers that have different expressions that work with different foods that I'm hearing from people, as I said, that listen to this show that said they didn't know Towers station was of course top of mind but they love the introduction uh to these other beers that are widely available here in southern arizona so i think if we leave uh, your listeners with this uh, this idea um is that the beers that we've enjoyed over the last nine weeks are available around southern arizona and certainly as we uh, wrap up uh, this week um they're going to we're going to be keeping these uh, folks pretty darn busy um to uh, populate the horizon of handles uh, that are beckoning <laughs> for mother road beers to piggyback on that the 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 the, the, par- the uh, partnering with the restaurants like lagostine kitchen what i've learned from the audience right is that like Casa Marana was our first one out out the gate, right? People who lived in Marana literally five minutes from it had no idea it existed until you came on the show, right? Right. Now I have people that are going there, getting great beer, getting pizza, Aww. that kind of thing. The other thing, though, is like Ralph's Place, right, and a couple other places we've had, it has been a rediscovery process because lockdowns broke patterns and habits, Right. And there's certain things where they stop going downtown where Ralph is and things like that. And so it's been amazingly important these nine weeks that you're reintroducing places that just dropped off of people's radars. Right. And that has been very important as part of this. So I'm thrilled that it worked out as well. I knew it was going to be good. I just, you know, it's like Shatner with Priceline. I told you it was going to be good. really good. And in, in addition to the rediscovery of the places, it's the rediscovery of the people. Yeah. Or the discovery, like, I, I'd never met Ralph Felix before. And hearing his story about, I mean, he's, he was the chef at Merriman's in Maui. I was just there last May uh, with my family. So uh, it's just the wonderful connection of the dots. Uh, with the people and the places that really makes this uh, really special moment. All right, Michael, you're going to be our last voice here today. I just want to say thank you to Tucson and all the restaurants. Uh, you guys have supported us since day one. Uh, like Flagstaff, you're one of those outlying cities, and uh, thank you. This has been a real pleasure to be down here. Thanks for being part of this, man, I mean, and including us in it, because it's, it's been a thrill. And, again, the idea that I feel like we're doing a public service here, right? right? <laughs> Not just exposing the great beer, but, again, these these great it's all these small businesses that are struggling right have struggled did we get our ppp we didn't get our ppp all of this jazz and they're still there which is a testament to right. what they do amen yep amen. so it's good stuff so matthew russell thank you buddy as always hey love you brother thanks for everything <laughs> what, michael what am I gonna and do stephanie next thank you <laughs> Michael, it was great meeting you in person, finally. Uh, I will be up us. at your place soon, I promise. We'll see you up there. Field so, trip. Absolutely. I'm there for field trip. And Ralph uh, Felix from Augustine Kitchen, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Chef. All right, everyone Thanks, have Chef. a great holiday season, and we'll see you in the new year. So wake up, Tucson, 1030 The Voice.